0: Coach Talk. Today is Monday, August 17th, and believe it or not, this is the NBA playoffs first day. Can you believe that, Mr. Hanson?
1: It's exciting. I mean, I am so fired up for this, and I've been looking at these numbers and prices and matchups and stats with such vigor that I can't even put my contact lenses in. I have to switch to the glasses. I mean, this is the only way I can handle this. First day I mean, of the playoffs.
0: I, I cannot believe you—you you smoked the contacts right out of your eye. I did I did? <laughs> yes. I was I was chomping at the bit to get on here, giving you a hard time. Let's get on. Let's go. Let's go. And here you are. There. You know. I didn't realize you were. You know. Had glasses on. I was going to. You know. I'm not used to. I've never seen you in glasses. <laughs> so you're throwing me a curveball right off the bat, man. Right.
1: <laughs> All business here. All business for the playoffs. It is. It is fantastic. So
0: yeah, we we are recording this, uh, obviously, uh, the night before. We'll get this out at a good time because, you know, the games start pretty early. So, you know, the fact that uh, some of our listeners can check this out uh, this evening, hopefully, before bed, and then uh, that gives them tomorrow during the the day prior to the the tip at 1.30 to Uh, you know, get everything solidified. So there's lots of news. We have a lot to get into. So I'm excited about it. I just cannot wait. I cannot believe we're here at this point. Very, very exciting. Uh, Before we get started, real quickly, a fast mention of our sponsors uh, that are the presenting sponsors for this podcast, mybookie.ag. It is the place you go for all of your sports wagering and casino action. Uh, go to mybookie.ag, and they will match up to 100% of your first deposit all the way to 1000 bucks, and you get a $25 free play just for being a listener. And uh, all you have to do is use the promo code COACHTALK. No space, all one word. And then, uh, of course, tvg.com. That is the number one horse racing site on the planet. Uh, You can check out all the races uh, on TV and on your cable feed. And uh, you can sign up for TVG through the DFSCoachTalk.com website. Click on the banner that says $300 risk-free bet. And that's exactly what it is. If you lose that play, they may refund the entire $300. So you cannot beat it uh process is big time in place i know we preach it and people are like again you're going to mention the process yes because we've got a lot of new members we got a lot of new listeners and we thank everybody for that it's awesome that we're gaining so much momentum and uh you know we're working hard for you behind the scenes to just keep this uh rocking and rolling but uh process check out the uh podcast here take a few notes get yourself prepared uh, figure out what contests you want to play, amounts, and site. So contest selection and bankroll management, and then uh, follow us throughout the evening and morning, uh, both in our uh, on Twitter. I'm at, at Joe Sarvati. That's J-O-E S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic, and Detroit, and Shane. I was going to call him Detroit. <laughs> uh, Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane uh, as well. Also, uh, Freddie Mills 7, uh, he's got some great articles out there as, uh, also. But the main one is at DFS Coach Talk. That's where you can find all of us. So that is where we'd say check us out there and then in our Discord uh, and uh, just jump in as a member for a week, month, uh, whatever you're comfortable with and then uh, you have full access to our Discord for all of our sports. And uh, you wanna do that all the way up until we're posting lineups. We post a full FanDuel lineup, and we post a coach's clipboard in uh, for DFS, which, or I'm sorry, for DraftKings, which is uh, a a player pool with a highlighted core, and everybody really enjoys it. And we've added uh, providing the lineup for Fantasy Draft because uh, we have some <clears throat> members that had requested that and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it gives you a little bit different look. So we got everything going, man. Now we got to get into the games. Here we go. We have, I'm going to put on, the, let me just click on so we have the updated situation here. All right. Uh, Before we do that, Andrew, I think I'm going to go through these injuries real quick. Do you mind? Okay, sure. All right, let's roll through these real fast. Chris Stapp's Porzingis is listed as questionable, but I cannot imagine for the life of me that he's not going to play. From everything I've read, he's going to play as a sore foot, but he is listed as questionable at this moment. Um, Ed Davis is out. Will Barton, Gary Harris is still out. Landry Shamet is questionable uh, with a calf. Uh, Montrez Harrell is in the bubble now and is getting through the quarantine process. And he's questionable for this game, but he hasn't run with the team the entire bubble. So I don't know if he'll play. I certainly wouldn't roster him at this point. Uh, and if he does, I would think he'd be on some type of minutes restriction. Uh, Patrick Beverly is also questionable, which is a, a a big piece of news that we we need to find out as the time goes on, and then uh, the other notes: uh, no Jamal Crawford for the Brooklyn Nets; he is out, uh, and the the one that's really a stunner uh, that broke today. The last piece of news is Mike Conley left uh, the bubble for the birth of his son uh, today, so he will not be playing until he gets back and re-quarantines and goes through all of that. So there we go. Those are the main listing of the players that are going to be affected here. The cool thing about this is now it's real, so we don't have to worry about the backup to the backup and uh, you know the trainer and, and ball boy getting in there either. So we go uh, to mybookie.ag, first game on the slate, it's 1.30 p.m. Eastern. It's the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. Right now we've got the Nuggets minus four and a half and the over under a paltry smallest on the slate, two fifteen and a half. So give us the enlightenment of how we win all the money. And my first question to you when you attack this is that does that 215 and a half number scare you?
1: No, it doesn't. And I actually think it's worth looking at the over. I know these two teams have played some low-scoring games. They're solid defensively. They're slow with pace. But we've talked a lot here through the bubble that Utah has picked up the pace. Both these teams are very efficient offensively. They're both top 10 in that category. So once they get across half court, they do a great job of scoring. Yeah. Now, with Conley being out, you know that does hurt the pace a little bit. But it also opens up value. And I think the pricing... In this game on DraftKings is really attractive. I think it's the probably the easiest game to stack. Uh, you know, not that you want to stack it like the Mavs Clippers game that we think will be the highest scoring game on the slate, but you can get some real good players out of this game, and I, I plan on it. You know, also hoping that folks will look at the total and stray from this game because um, starting on DraftKings. Look at the starters for Denver. Murray's only 6.5. Jokic is only 8.7. You know They love to, to run the pick and roll together. They've both been really, really strong in this matchup. So I yeah. like those guys. Michael Porter Jr., who absolutely dominated the bubble. Who's that guy? I never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> His price shot up, but now it's back down to only 7.1. Uh, this is a guy in the bubble... He went 55 42 93. Those were his shooting splits. Incredible My
0: goodness.
1: He averaged 22 and 9 from the field and against Utah he had 23 and 11 in the bubble matchup. And I know that was a double overtime game, but the guy was absolutely on fire and now we don't have to worry about minutes restriction. They are just going to let these guys loose um, you know in in a potentially hard-fought series. Both teams are certainly going to fight hard for game one. So I like those Denver guys. And then on the Utah side, I like some of the reserves, actually, and, and secondary players with their pricing. In terms of the starters, I like Royce O'Neal. He's only 3.5. You know, he's really stepped up in the bubble. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't do much in the last couple of games, but they didn't need him to. So I like I like the fact that his his price has gone back down. And then, of course, Jordan Clarkson. With Conley out, he's only three point eight. He had a game this year against Denver where he scored thirty-seven points, real not points. just real points. That yeah. was and that was with Conley out. So we've got the same scenario here. Yeah. So on on the Utah side, I really like Clarkson.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'll start right there. I agree with you a million percent. Clarkson to me is a free square at that price with Conley out, and you know he's a he shoots the ball a lot uh, and Denver's backcourt without their good defenders, Barton and, uh, you know, the rest of the guys and Harris, Harris especially, you know, they're, they're not as good defensively. So yeah, I, I don't, I mean, Clarkson is automatic. I mean, if, especially if you're looking for value, there's not a a blistering amount of value on this slate, you know, there's a couple of guys and I think Clarkson may be the best value on the entire slate. So that's a plug and play for me. I like your point with Royce O'Neal. He, you know, he was scoring in the 30s in fantasy points every game, except the last two games. He was dinged a little. They had they were locked into that four-five spot, and he only played like 16, 18 minutes. So he's a sneaky guy. If you need a secondary value play, if you're going to go with a couple of studs that I think you can consider. Um, those, are the, those are the only two guys, specifically uh, Clarkson for me. On the Denver side, uh, I love Jamal Murray in this game. And I'll, I'll, I really believe that uh, with Mitchell and Clarkson in the backcourt starting and not having Connolly to check them is going to be a big plus for Murray. Plus, uh, you know, he had gotten injured and missed some time. And then he came back and had that enormous game and then they, the last game, they you know just played him some here and there, but you know he's explosive. I think that he's a, a, a good bargain for that price. I agree with you. I think uh, he is underpriced for sure. And uh, you know that's that's the first guy that I look at. Now the difference that I have with you on this one is that that's as far as I go. I'm I'm probably going to just bumper up Clarkson and Murray and move on and and. The reason being, for me, the pace of play bothers me. Uh, The pace of play for the season, which includes before COVID and after COVID, I pulled those numbers today, and Utah's 26th and Denver's 29th in pace, so it's not going to be an up-and-down game. You know, Conley, the playmaker's not even playing, and, you know, those backup guards for Denver are out as well, so... scares me a little bit defensive efficiency wise utah's 14th and Denver's 16th so middle of the road defensively um you know slower pace uh it just concerns me so i'll i'll have uh, a little exposure here but nothing uh you know big time
1: okay all
0: right game two It is the Brooklyn Nets and the Toronto Raptors. It is a 4 p.m. Eastern game. And uh, mybookie.ag updated numbers. uh, Toronto minus 9.5. Over under in this game is the second highest of the four at 222. So what do you got, sir? What do you got?
1: Well, a couple guys here that are jumping out at me uh, on the Brooklyn side. Uh, Karis LeVert certainly uh, is the leading candidate to make a bunch of lineups. Solid price on DraftKings at 7.6. So he, he'll be a core play for me. Uh, Allen has really stepped up without uh, Jordan in the mix. You know, he hasn't done much against Toronto, but we know that the whole dynamic has changed without without Jordan. So you can consider him uh, more so on DraftKings. And then the only other guy probably that I would look at would be Joe Harris. Uh, but he's not going to be in my primary build. Over on the Toronto side, I really like Fred Van Vliet here. He's he's been strong against Brooklyn this year, uh, fits well with price. You know, the, the big challenge there is deciding between him and Jamal Murray, you know, because they're right in that same price range on DraftKings. Right. Yeah. Um Siakam uh, probably won't get to him. You know, he's been surprising in the bubble. He didn't have any games over 40 fantasy points.
0: I know, yeah? that's amazing.
1: Just, and and he tried too. It's not
0: like he was sitting. I mean, he takes a lot of shots. I'm with you though. You know, it's funny with Siakam. I uh I like him. I think his prices come down and he's playable, but he he does seem a little slumped, you yeah, know? Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I mean if you're looking at another player there, obviously you could look at Lowry. But I mean, Norman Powell is 4.5, so he's 3k less than Siakam, and he could easily score in the same ballpark as him. So I think he's a better value. And then Gasol is actually somebody I might get in a lineup. He had a big double double against Brooklyn the one time he faced them this year, he was 17 and 15, and he's only 4.3. So, yeah. you know, that's a way to get uh, a cheap guy in your lineup that is not going to be highly owned. Uh, so uh, that's, that's my thoughts on this game. Interesting. I mean, I wish I had the courage on a Gasol and, and, you
0: know, we've said this a billion times, target centers, you know, against Brooklyn, uh, mm-hmm. but I just, I mean, Gasol looked a little bit like old man ball. I felt like I was watching him. He and I playing at the wreck together. I mean, he's just not, you could tell he's getting older. I mean, he's, he's logged a lot of minutes, um, I just don't know. I mean, I think Abaca gets in there. Um, I think they should give, you know, 10 minutes to Boucher too. I know he's a loose cannon, but the dude just gets a hand on everything. But, uh, you know, for that reason, I'm probably not going to go Gasol, which, you know, again, I like centers against Brooklyn, but, you know, I, I keep going back to Siakam, and I keep thinking, you know. Toronto had nothing to play for either they were the number two seed they were going to be the number two seed and that was the end of that. So, you know, he did play there were a few times I saw him He was playing pretty hard. But he, you know, I think he's going to be a guy that could just be a real sleeper that could not just pop for 40 but pop for 50 DFS points. Brooklyn is not the best defensive team in the league. We know that he's going to be able to finish at the rim. Um, you know, if Kuroks does get the start on him, that's a pretty tough matchup for the youngster there. So I'm going to have a lot of Siakam. Uh, I know, I think he's going to be fairly
1: low owned, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, just, just look at those numbers. You, you have to really plan for a breakout and plan for a you know, he was just kind of in cruise control. I mean, that's the only that's way to—that's the only way to I'm justify thinking. it, along with yeah. his talent. I mean, the guy is way more talented than seven point five on DraftKings. We know that. Well, that's so if, the point. His yeah. his price is cheap. He's not hurt, so you know, I think he
0: ratchets it up. And if you had to pick a team for him to be playing against to ratchet up, you would put, pick the Nets. Yeah, you with know, that pace, absolutely. You know what? Yeah, absolutely for sure.
1: They're eighth in um, pace.
0: They are eighth in pace. Toronto's eleventh. Yep. Here's the thing that shocks me, though. Uh, Brooklyn is ninth in defensive team efficiency, right. which people don't really, you know, give them that much credit. Now they've had a lot of churn with guys and everything too. Uh, but you know, the reason I'm afraid to to roster any Brooklyn guys, and right now I don't think I'm going to roster any of them, is Toronto's a stonewall team. They're second in defensive efficiency. You know, the the cats out of the bag with Levert. You know, I was I did roster him seven out of the eight. The one game that I didn't play him was his highest scoring mm-hmm. of the <laughs> so even you know you can make some mistakes, but I said I was gonna roster him every time coming in, but this is just a nightmare matchup for him to have to go against Lowry Van Vliet and Powell, you know, the rotating fresh pressure, good interior defense. With Siakam and Gasol, and when Abaka comes in there, I just don't see Lavert. Even though he's a volume shooter, everybody's still starry-eyed, you know, watching him against Dame. Dame saying hey, Lavert's cold and all that. Everybody's on this Lavert bandwagon. To me, it's the perfect time to fade him. And I know, I know, it's can't risky. do it. I can't yeah. do it. I don't. I just don't see him at now that his price is up a little bit. If he gets, you know, 35 to 40 fantasy points, yeah, that's not a break the slate stuff. I think I can use that money elsewhere. So he's my sneaky surprise fade of the whole card that I think will be highly owned. So got to take some stances somewhere, right?
1: You do. I mean, I think it makes a, a little bit more sense on FanDuel because he's more expensive and he's in that Paul George range. Right. But on, on DraftKings, I just, I cannot fade him. I mean, he's, you know, this is the playoffs you know he's going to run the show, and and the offensive versatility he showed in the bubble, in and the it's Portland awesome. game, I mean, really tremendous. So I, I'm going to have him in my lineup.
0: Just remember, Portland can't defend any guards. I I think yep. I'd have you over 12 points against the Portland guards, <laughs> at least, at least. <laughs> and and Toronto's is Stonewall Jackson when it comes to defending. So just something to keep in mind. I'm with you. I mean nobody do you know anybody that's a bigger Karis Levert guy than me no yeah you're big you're big on him so I'm you know I'm gonna ratchet it down again maybe you know again of this eight times I sat him once and he did great so I could be wrong but he's not going to be in any of my lineups Andrew wow. I figured that'd be the biggest shock to you of everything that is shocking
1: today. that is yep.
0: shocking. now are you, on the are you tr- feeling okay <laughs> I don't know I can't I feel like I'm doing the first podcast ever with this dude with glasses I, I don't even know who he is but uh the guy the other guy uh, that I really like in this game and I'm gonna you know split my play probably between Murray and Lowry I just Lowry's such a stud man he's he's such a floor general Brooklyn's defense uh at the guard position is abysmal and I just think Lowry's gonna dominate in this game and you know nurse plays his guys he's not one to pull and rest guys and if it's the playoffs he'll probably play 38 plus minutes and he just gets all the stats he gets steals and rebounds and he's just always in the right place at the right time probably score 20 some real points and i just like him i know he's a little priced up which i'm glad because He's been priced down most of the year and gets a decent amount of ownership. Now that he's priced up, I think people are going to be afraid to take him. So I'm I'm on the Lowry Siakam bandwagon in this game, and I don't think I'm going to get to any Brooklyn guys. If I'm desperate, I might grasp at Joe Harris for value, but uh, probably not uh, the team I'm looking for uh, in this one. Okay. Difference of opinion is good, man. It's yeah. good. Gives us options. All right. The 630 Eastern game is the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics. This should be a hell of a series. Uh, very hot contested. A lot of sort of bad blood both ways, you know, with Horford and on the whole nine yards. But we right now we have Boston minus five and a half over under 218 and a half. So... Not, you know, did you notice it's the it's uh, the difference in when they're playing all the guys that really don't care and they now are playing defensive ball? It was 240, 238. Now we're 218 here again. So we're, you know, everybody, Vegas knows when it comes to playoffs, that's where defense starts playing. So an interesting spread. And this, I think, might be the key game on the slate. I do want to mention one thing and then I'll let you run with it. I'm the biggest interesting part to me of anything is the pricing of Joel Embiid is 8500 bucks on on FanDuel. I don't understand it where he's a he's a fortune on DraftKings. Yeah, he's and 10.2 on DraftKings. 10.2. I mean, I don't know for me and I mentioned to you, this to you so it won't be surprised but I mentioned to you before the show I I can't fade him at 8500 But I don't think I can play them at 10-2. So, you know, this is where you can't just plug the guys in on all the, uh, you know, sites you're playing. You've got to look at the, the pricing and shift accordingly. But, you know, just wanted to bring that up as you break it down.
2: Summer is here and sports are finally back, which can only mean one thing. It's time to kick back, relax, and make some cash. To get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to one thousand dollars plus plus twenty five dollars extra free play. That's promo code Coach Talk. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid.
0: He is eight thousand five hundred bucks on, on FanDuel. I don't understand it. Where he's a he's a fortune on DraftKings.
1: Yeah, he's ten point two on DraftKings. Ten two. I mean,
0: I don't know. For me, and I mentioned to you, this to you, so it won't be surprised, but I mentioned to it before the show. I I can't fade him at eighty five hundred, but I don't think I can play him at ten two. So, you know, it, this is where you can't just plug the guys in on all the uh, you know sites you're playing. You've got to look at the the pricing and shift accordingly. But, you know, just wanted to bring that up as you break it down.
1: Yeah, so certainly it's an eye opener with his price on Fanduel, but Jokic is only a hundred dollars more, and I, I do like Jokic on this slate, so that that'll be probably where I'll lean on Fanduel and on DraftKings. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not going to pay ten two for him. You know, he hasn't dominated this matchup by by any means. He's only averaging forty four fantasy points against Boston in three games, so. I don't plan to have much of Embiid, if any. Uh, on the Philly side, i like Tobias Harris a little bit more. 7.8, sort of a solid uh, solid guy who could get you 50, 50 fantasy points. Uh, Horford narrative, you know, makes him a little bit attractive to me. Uh, I, I also think it'll be a tough matchup for Boston to defend him because they've got to put Tice on Embiid. So, uh you know, I wish he was less than 7.2 on DraftKings. That's a little bit steep. Um, is Tatum guard him? I think, yeah, Tatum or Brown. Or, or uh, A-word? I, I'm not sure. I, I I think maybe Brown. I mean, Brown is thicker, you know, bulkier than Tatum. I, you know, maybe Tatum is on Tobias Harris. Uh, so I think it might be Jalen Brown. Um, and, yeah. It's you know, an so, interesting and, match up there. Yeah, it really is. It really is. By the way, Horford is only 5.3 on FanDuel. I know. So I I like him over there. That Um, is dirt cheap. Josh Richardson is a nice price on DraftKings at 5.5. He's been good against Boston. Now, the one guy, though, who's actually my favorite for Philly is Alec Burks. He's only 3.9. So he's another really good value play on this slate. Again, like you said at the top, we don't have any value plays because we don't have all these injuries like we've had in the bubble. Right. So you got to look for these guys in the like Clarkson and Burks. Burks averaged over thirty fantasy points in his last four games in the bubble, so he's really stepped up without Simmons. He's picking up that usage. So I like him. How many On- minutes do you have him? Par- par- uh, twenty-five. Okay,
0: yeah, because that's the key to me. I'm I'm. I looked at Burks a lot. He's a volume shooter as well, but I just don't know. I'm afraid he gets 18, 19 minutes. You know, that scares me. If he's hot, maybe he gets 25 to 28. I
1: don't know, but I think that's what you have to figure out, you know. Yeah, I think, I mean, Shake Milton is just not getting as much run or as many shots as you would think. So I think, you know, he's, yeah, he's the starter, but then I think it's, You know, very easily could be Burks in crunch time and and for long stretches, like you said, especially if he's playing well. Now, over on the Boston side, I don't like any of their starters on DraftKings. Wow. You know, they're all everybody's back. Prices are high, if anything. And it's a tough matchup against Philly. I'm not going to play any of their starters at all on DraftKings. The only guy I might play once or twice is actually Enis Cantor. He's only three point one. He's wow. averaged he averages 29 fantasy points against Philly. He didn't do a ton in the bubble, but the last couple games he was back to like you know 15, 18 minutes, uh, solid production. So again if if it helps you get one extra stud on Draftkings, I, I, I might take a look there interesting man I'll
0: tell you what we are so opposite today it's so bizarre but it's good I mean it, it just means that it's an open open slate you know I like some of the Boston players I I really do I you know I look at a couple of things here pace is pretty solid Philly's 19th Boston 16th so not bad I mean it's it's not terrible like you would think now the what I will give you here is Philly's the eighth and Boston fourth defensive rated team that, you know, that creates the red flag for don't stack this game kind of thing. But I think there's some, a couple of good plays, you know, first of all, if, you know, if Canner plays many minutes, Embiid will fillet him like a sushi fish, (laughs) that's going to be ugly. So the guy that I sort of like, and I know it's crazy. He's 5,300, the same price as Horford, on FanDuel is is Daniel Tice. I just think, you know, he hustles, he gets all those, you know, 50-50 balls, and he's got to be on the floor to defend and beat. Now he could get in foul trouble and it could be a bust, but if he d- stays out of foul trouble, you know, he's, you know, 10 to 15 rebound kind of guy in this game for Boston, in my opinion. So he might be the value that I go to. Uh, my favorite play in this game is Jason Tatum. I just think that, you know, he's been on a roll in some of these games. He's looking like superstar level to me uh, very soon here. I mean, he at times he's completely unstoppable, uh, you know, all over the court from three driving, everything he does. So I know his price is a, is a little high. It's uh, eighty three hundred on FanDuel. And uh, 8500. 8, on DraftKings, eighty-five on DraftKings. So, yeah, I mean, I you know, I know you pay for what he's going to do, but you know, he's a guy that can easily throw up thirty some points and then all the periphery uh, stuff. So, with an extended run, I think he's a fantastic play. I'll tell you, a guy that's played well in the bubbles, Gordon Hayward. He's looked at a few of those games. Here He's looked like the old Utah Gordon Hayward. So he's not a bad play, but they priced him up. He used to be a decent value, but, you know, now that they price him up, you'd have to pay the price there. But really, Tatum's my favorite play from this game. You know, I want to take a a small look at Tice. I think that, um, you know, if if you really want to value play risk, in a GPP, like you said, Burks may be that guy, but you know, being more of a cash player, I doubt that I'm going to go there. But I think that uh, you know, he's worth a good look. As far as the other guys, I think Tobias is is a little overpriced as well. I'm not buying into the Horford narrative. He's just not that good anymore. You know, he's he's gotten older, uh, and he's just not producing at the same level. So. That's really about it. This isn't, you know, the key game for me either. I think you got to respect these two teams defensively to the point where, you know, you can play a couple guys, but not stack it. So, all right. You ready for the last one? Let's do it. The last game is the Dallas Mavericks and the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, Clippers are only favored by six, which is fair. And it's a 230 over under. So it's eight points higher than the next total. I I believe that this will probably be the the most stacked game for multiple reasons. You got the most stars, you've got uh, the highest total. And, uh, you know, some of these guys are going to be hard to get away from in this matchup. So what do you got?
1: Well, on the Clippers side, uh, you mentioned the question marks with Pat Beverly and Shamit, so Reggie Jackson is certainly in play for me at 3.6 on DraftKings, 3.8 on FanDuel with those guys out. Okay. Um, Paul George, I like it at, at 8100, uh, nice mid-tier option. Uh, you know, you can build a lineup with him and Tobias Harris. Uh, Kawhi certainly in play. I think the guy that, as I kind of looked at it a second time, who I started looking at a little bit more is Zubots. Yeah. but it is. you site remember dep-
0: that 11-for-11 11 11 game against
1: Dallas in the ball? Yeah, ball? right. Yeah. When they wouldn't play Boban. Jeez. So,
0: and we rostered.
1: <laughs> right. So he's he, site-dependent for me because he's 5.1 on FanDuel.
0: Right.
1: But he's only 4.1 on DraftKings. I
0: know.
1: Uh, now, the X factor there is... With Montrez Harrell back, we're expecting him to be active. Uh, and I think he'll play. Uh, like you said, he may not play his regular amount of minutes, but he's certainly going to cut into Zubats. Um, I think I'm still tempted to play Zubats, though, some. Yeah. Uh, and I also agree, I'm not going to play Harrell at that price. It's just too much to expect.
0: Too risk, too so, much risk, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's where I'm at on the Clipper side. With the Mavericks... Porzingis at eight point three, I think you have to look at he got fifty-two fantasy points against the Clippers yeah. in the bubble. He's been on a roll too. But yeah, really sore has. sore foot. I don't yeah, know what important. that's worth. That's yeah. important. Uh Luca, I've played him more recently than ever, but he's only averaging fifty one fantasy points against the Clippers. So it's he's not really paying off that value. So I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna use him. Uh I just made myself a note to remind myself, you know, if I play 10 lineups to make sure I get him out there once, yeah. but he's not gonna be in my main build. And then the two other value guys I want to mention are Trey Burke at 3.5 on DraftKings. I think you could consider him, I don't like him as much as the other 3K guards I've talked about. And then Bobon is, you know, way down there as an alternative play because we already saw it, you know, they didn't play him against the Clippers. But he's been so dominant in these last two games when they give him minutes. He's been again, great. you know, with yeah. Carlisle, I don't think it would hurt you to get him out there. I really don't think it would hurt you. So just keep him in mind.
0: Yeah. You know, I don't trust Carlisle. You know, yeah. and I there's nothing more frustrating than watching, you know, a team get crushed in the middle. Yep. And they won't put him in. And he's right. the biggest guy in the league. Yeah, You know, just, I don't know. I, I just don't feel super comfortable rostering. I, I just yeah. don't like to I try don't to guess what Carlisle's going to do. I don't either. Because it, it it defies logic at times. It really does. But uh, as far as from pace, uh, Dallas, you would think, is a super fast-paced team because they score so much. But they're 19th for the entire season. Clippers are ninth. So everybody thinks they're a slow it down, grind-it defensive team. They're not. They they move the ball up the court and get the ball up. Uh defensive his, efficiency, Dallas is 18th, Clippers fifth. So, you know, I do, of course, when you have Kawhi and Paul George, you're gonna have efficient defense, that's for sure. Um, you know, I I'm going to roll with Luka. I know that he has to get 55 points just to get to 5X. I get it. I know that it's ridiculous. But if Pat Bev doesn't play and he's an irritant to Luca at times, or he's limited minutes, right now he's listed as questionable, I think that helps Luca a little bit. Reggie Jackson is not anywhere near the defender. Uh, you know, I don't know if they'll switch and have Paul George guard him. They very well may. Uh, you know, he did in big chunks of the game uh when Beverly was out uh, in there, the last time they played and George can guard anybody. I mean, he guards Dame, he guard, you know, so, right. you know, that becomes a little bit tougher for Luca, but I'll tell you what, I, I think Lucas steps up in this game. I really do. I'm leaning more toward team Luke instead of Porzingis in this game. I just think you know, he's only shooting 31% for three and et cetera, et cetera. But the guy gets so many rebounds. He, he gets so many assists. He's just a, you know, he's the highest priced guy on the entire slate on both both sites, but he deserves to be, in my opinion. I mean, he is the, you know, at times a one man show out there. Um, so I know it's, I don't think he'll be as highly owned as he has been this year, because of the pricing and because of the matchup with the Clippers. And I think a lot of people have seen what you've seen, you know, they've rostered him in the bubble. You know, he gets 48 points here and there, you know, DFS points, and that just doesn't get it done for you. And I think he steps up here. This is the playoffs, his first playoff game of his career. Uh, everything else he's done has been magical. Why not a 70, 75 point fantasy point in his first playoff game? It would you know it fit right into everything else he's accomplished
2: you know all kinds
0: of crazy feats so i'm gonna ride the luca train and mainly andrew i'm gonna ride it because i think he's gonna be lower owned than he usually is i really do i think people want to jam in all these stars and you know you can cut two three thousand off a luca and go with paul george another star and you're, you're paying a lot less um you know, I haven't paid up for a lot of guys in this slate, so Luca's going to be my pay-up spot. And I'm balancing it out with, with my fa- my second favorite. Uh, Clarkson's still my favorite uh, uh, value play on the slate. My second favorite value play is out of this game, and he balances Lucas' salary for me, but that is for our members in Discord. So I'm going to hold on to that one because i think it's key you know by be uh, by me putting this guy in and clarkson i can make this work with luca and siakam and tatum and Embiid. i can make that work so that's that's a big portion of the base of my build and you know it's not a stars and scrubs quite but there are a few guys that i'm looking value wise here that can make a difference so uh, that's where I'm going to go there. On the other side of the ball, I'm with you. I mean, I don't know. how It's so hard for me on DraftKings at 4,100 to let Zubac not get in there because I still am not convinced Harold's going to play. And if he does, I just don't think... They only play Zubac like 25 minutes a game anyway, whether Harold plays or not. But in that 25 minutes, he can get you 45 fantasy points at forty one hundred bucks, right? So I mean, he's he's a very logical play. Uh, Dallas consistently gets murdered in the paint unless they play Boban, which you know he probably won't, or very limited. Uh, so you know, I think uh, that's definitely a way to go. You know, the other guy that I I like in this game the best from the Clippers side is Paul George. I think he's just He's a tough matchup. They're going to put Dorian Finney Smith on Kawhi. And that just leaves a mismatch for whoever has to guard Paul George. I think he'll eat our lunch there, speaking as a Mavs fan. I think that he's going to be the guy that really concerns me that could drop, you know, 35-40 real points. That's, I think he'll, I predict that he'll score more real points than Kawhi in this game, which is a big Big underdog, you know. Kawhi's usually their leading scorer, so for me, this is going to where I'm. I'm going to spend a lot of money, uh, certainly with Luca, certainly with, uh, you know, with uh, Paul George, and you know, and then my value play here to balance it out. But I really do think it's you need to have a good three players minimum from this game because I do think it'll be the highest uh, DFS points game, uh, pretty easily uh, to the rest.
1: Yeah, I really think it should as well. So um, I, I hear you. And, and you know, the best time to get Luca is when he's lower owned. So if you're right, and it wouldn't be a huge surprise that he would crush it in his first playoff game, then you'll be in a good spot.
0: You know, it's there's a lot of question marks. So there's going to be a lot of interesting ownership. Uh, this is definitely, you know, a slate you want to stay in touch with us on Twitter and in Discord because... You know, there may be some shifting. We may get some news on a couple guys like Pat Bev and Harold and these guys uh, throughout the evening and tomorrow morning. And, you know, every little edge makes a difference. But, you know, I'm excited. I think both of us have somewhat contrarian lineups from the core of our bill. You know, we very seldom play the chalk here. I mean, you know, as a cash player, I try to play safer than take, you know, wild GPP shots. But, you know, I also don't like to eat all the chalk. I like to figure out where the, the fades are uh, and make the most sense and then roll with it from there. So I think that should give everybody an, an initial outlook here where they can reserve their contest, put in that initial uh, lineup, and then, uh, you know, massage a little bit before things get rolling. And again, remember, it's uh, we'll be in Discord at 1 Eastern tomorrow. Uh, with all of our lineups and everything in there, and then the first game starts at 1.30. The good thing about uh, both uh, all three, actually, FanDuel, uh, Fantasy Draft, and DraftKings is uh, all four games are on their slate, so we don't have to have the staggered uh, times. Uh, FanDuel and DraftKings do have late swap. Uh, uh, Fantasy Draft does not, so you want to keep up to that in case any
1: other news breaks, too. Yeah. And the the exciting thing about thinking about uh, our lineups and our members tomorrow for for the Monday slate here is that because we have a bit of a unique uh, and different approach on FanDuel, when we give out our cash lineup and our GPP lineup, they're going to be different and it's going to give the members some options. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to play both lineups. But uh, that's what we do for our members on FanDuel with an NBA slate is we give a cash lineup and a GPP lineup. So we invite you to come in and check us out here. It's a perfect time as we get started with the playoffs. We crushed it in the bubble. We're going to crush it in the playoffs. So grab a weekly, monthly, or annual membership. You'll get those two uh, FanDuel lineups. And then you'll get the full coach's clipboard over on DraftKings.
0: And fantasy draft bonus. I'm be putting that hybrid lineup in there as well. And we, you know, we've been smashing some some uh, fantasy draft in MLB. We had some takedowns this weekend uh, that were pretty cool too. So we've got it all for you here. And and you know, want to thank all our members and uh, all the new pe- folks that are you know filing in. We had uh, our YouTube uh, uh, posting video be the highest. One uh, so far, as far as views this this weekend, and we've had several new members jumping in. I mean, it's it's a blast, man. It's it's just uh, it could not be more fun, and you know, really appreciate all the hard work behind the scenes. I mean, people don't know how much has to go into this to get it all to work properly. And you know, I first of all just want to thank you. I mean, you and I have been partners on this from the jump, and you know, I know we both put in an enormous amount of time on this. Uh, we talk multiple times a day, text the whole nine yards. And, it, you know, I mean, we never have a crossword. We never get upset. And that goes to show you that, you know, you can build something together. You can do it as friends. You can do it in the right frame of mind. And that's what we're doing with Coach Talk. We're approaching it not just as a business, not just as a you know, something on the side. We're we're doing it with passion because we love it. It's exciting. You know, we've had success at it and there's nothing more fun than, you know, I got some great uh, feedback from, you know, JP today and some of the other members, just real complimentary things that, it you know, inspire you every day to just keep working hard at it and, you know, having fun with it. So, you know, we're trying to be the best of the best. You know, there's a lot of good folks out there. Uh, but we're gonna keep pushing and, and get it to, uh, to that point. So also a big thanks to Layton Wilson, Brett Trimble, of course Sugar Shane Caldwell, my son Dawson. You know, really, that's the core team that, that's getting this rolling. And just you know this being the kickoff of our main sport NBA playoff, I just wanted to give that shout out and publicly really thank you because I, I couldn't ask for a better person to build this with. Uh, your your preparation is meticulous and your professionalism is is much appreciated so i'm excited for this playoffs and the run we're going to get
1: on yeah thanks coach it's 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 a lot of fun it really does mean a lot when we pour our, pour our time and energy and heart and soul into this and then yeah. we we see the positive results with the members i mean it's it's just really exciting so I, i'm excited that we've got these members that are excited about their balances in the DraftKings and and FanDuel accounts and fantasy yeah. Drafts. so uh, it's a terrific time and and let's get let's just let's tip off the playoffs so let's get it going that's I can't it. wait let's this do it the,
0: this is the first one we're here uh, real quickly uh, our charity of choice here at uh, DFS Coach Talk is mambaon3.org that's m a m b a o n t h r e e.org uh, really a wonderful charity uh, set up by the Bryan family. We want to thank our presenting sponsors again, mybookie.ag. You can go to there or on uh, dfscoachtalk.com, click on their banner. Remember to use that promo code COACHTALK, no space, one word. Same thing with TVG.com. wonderful, risk-free, $300 bet, same promo code COACHTALK, no space. Uh, definitely give those guys a jingle. They are great. That is it, my friend. I think we've got it. We've got the four games. That should give everybody a good, solid uh, start to building their lineups. There's obviously a lot of different ways you can approach this slate, uh, but you got to pick a couple of things that you've you've watched and figured out and uh, stand by them, you know, take a stand and and make those lineups uh, that can get it done. And I think uh, we've got some great plays. And don't be afraid to build – different lineups on different sites with the pricing. I mean, that's the one thing I want to just warn everybody about. Everybody wants to jam in the same guys everywhere because they're rooting for the same folks. But, you know, let that pricing guide, you know, those decisions. I think that's a really important piece. Any final words, my man? Thank you all for tuning in. Fantastic. Uh, We will catch you again tomorrow uh, because we have another uh, playoff NBA Card we will for multiple days, uh months actually. So we're just on cloud nine here. So definitely join us again tomorrow for that slate. We also also have MLB uh, that we're providing tomorrow, and our week's going to be busy. We have the same thing Tuesday with basketball and baseball. Then our triple header Wednesdays where we add golf into the mix, uh, and then we go forward from there. So. Again, thank you for joining us. Uh, We were a little longer today, but we wanted to go deep for you on this. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. I hope it helps you take down some big ones. And we will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA and MLB DFS.